A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Ash London Podcast. What's this podcast all about? Well, like life, I'm figuring it out as I go. It'll grow and evolve as I do, and as you do, hopefully. I want to figure out how to keep living my best life, even when it feels like the world is imploding. It'll be a little bit messy, emotional, confronting, and hopefully we'll be able to laugh about it along the way. I'm dedicating season one to my current season of life. It's called New Mum, Who Dis? Thanks to my friends at Modibody. When I found out I was pregnant, I was beyond overjoyed, but I also found myself faced with some pretty big questions. Like, how will I be able to stay true to my own passions and dreams in the process of becoming a mum? Because I still had and still have so much I want to do. So I figured the best way to find out was to speak to women who've done exactly that. Before we meet today's guest, I want to welcome you to what feels like week 47, but really week 36 of my pregnancy. I've had a beautiful nine months so far with the last couple months spent mostly in lockdown Life is a weird mix of like boredom and insane anticipation of the fact that our lives are about to change at any minute. I am so excited that my mates at Modi Body have jumped on the podcast as our first sponsor. Now, I've been a Modi Body period undie evangelist uh, for two years now, and the journey will continue into motherhood thanks to their new pregnancy and postpartum range. So let's be honest, you leak multiple places in pregnancy and postpartum stages as I'm learning. And I'm stoked to have a reusable, more environmentally sustainable option for breast pads, disposable pads, and even nappies. Speaking of boobies, mine have gotten huge (laughs) this pregnancy. They were big before. Now they're even bigger. I was shocked and delighted that their breastfeeding bras and camis go up to a G cup. Glory. And each cup adapts to three sizes to take care of your changing cup size. The bras are wireless and seam free for a smooth profile and a great shape. But the best part is, like all Modi Body products um, that we know and love, they're moisture wicking. So they keep you nice and dry. And the best part, less landfill, which is something I'm more concerned about now than ever with bringing a little guy into the world. And you want a discount code? I got you a discount code. Use my code ASHLONDON, one word, for 15% off. Minimum spend $100, and that excludes sale items, bundles, gift cards, and maxi 24 hours. Let me know how you go, guys. My guest today is supermodel and CEO of Cora Organics, Miranda Kerr. Now, i got to say, and this is hashtag not sponsored, I'm a huge fan of her skincare. I use it religiously. The vitamin C serum changed my life, and if I catch my husband pumping any into his dirty little mitts, there's hell to pay. And of course, it's all pregnancy safe, so an extra bonus in my current situation. But all that aside, this woman has a seriously impressive resume. Born in Gunnedah, country New South Wales, Miranda describes herself as a bit of a tomboy as a kid. Well, by the time this tomboy was 21, she was living in New York City with an international modelling contract. She's featured on the front cover of every big magazine on the planet, Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, Vought. She even did Vogue while pregnant with her first son, Flynn. Let's not forget, she was also the first Aussie to sign a contract with Victoria's Secret. In 2009, at 26 years old, she started Cora Organic Skincare, which she expanded globally in 2017 as CEO. In that time, she's had three beautiful boys, Flynn, Hart, and Miles. I am so excited to introduce you to my first guest, Miranda Kerr. 
thank you so much for having me. It's so good to see you and to be here. And um, congratulations. Thank I'm you. so excited for you. I've currently got a big head sticking out of the side of my stomach, just kind of poking through. So I think he wants to say hi, Miranda. So baby says, oh, hey. What a cutie. So tell everyone listening where in the world you are right now. So I'm in Los Angeles with my family, my three gorgeous boys and my husband. Hooray. And you, you were telling me before we started recording that you just got something very special happened to you overnight that hasn't happened in a very long time. Yeah, finally, I got eight hours sleep last night and I just I woke up and I was so excited that the kids had slept through because normally one of them or like sometimes all of them wake up multiple times during the night and like, mom, 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 mom. <laughs> I'm like, okay, how about we put dad, dad. Yeah. He's here too, guys. <laughs> yeah. Is mom. it these real life experiences that uh, put you in a situation where you go, eye cream, I need a bright eye cream to add to the Cora skincare range? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, New Mum Who Dis is the name of this season of the podcast and we are chatting to women from all over the world, leaders of industry who have become mums. And I'm so excited to speak to you because you kind of have four kids really because I, I would imagine that Cora is kind of like an extra child, another little baby, right? Definitely. Cora is my baby girl and my boys are just adorable. And then it's so nice to have a passion project mm. and something that hopefully one day I will be able to pass down to my boys and it will long outlive me. I love that. Um, so that's the aim. So when you were a kid, you're in Gunnedah, I know you were quite a tomboy. Who were the mum role models? I know you were close with your grandmother as well, but who were the women in your life that you kind of looked up to that had those kind of that mum role model figure? Definitely obviously my mum, she's someone who really taught me from a young age, if you're going to do something, do it right or don't do it at all. Like give it your all. And I swear to God that echoes in my head every single day, multiple times throughout the day, whether I'm making breakfast or I'm making the bed or working on the skincare line or talking to someone, even just being with you now, it's like, if you're going to do something, give it your whole heart or don't do it at all. Mm. She's also like a mama bear as well. Like she would come for you. Yeah, she would, (laughs) she would come for them, but I'd take a bullet for my, for you guys. And Mm. I'd be like, Whoa, that's really intense. And now I'm a mom. I understand what she means. (laughs) That's lovely. Yeah. Having said all that, did you always imagine when you were younger and you had these amazing influences and role models did you always imagine you'd be a mum one day or was that always a question mark yes my, I've always knew from when I was a little girl that I wanted to be a mum and I grew up in quite a large family with lots of little cousins that I would babysit from a young age and it just kind of was something that was like natural to me being very kind of nurturing and I remember little babies would cry and I'd be like oh look after them and I'd just hold them and they'd stop crying or I'd distract them or like you know pull a funny face or something and it would just like really bring them kind of 
yeah. laughing instead of crying. And yeah, I mean, I just have naturally loved babies and mm. children from a young age. And even when I was like a teenager, I remember thinking, I thought to myself, you know, about having children. And I specifically said, when I'm 27, I'm going to um, have my first baby. Wow. And what was really funny is that on my 27th birthday, I thought to myself, wow, you know, I'm 27. And I remember looking back and saying that I'd always want to have a baby when I'm 27, but that's the furthest thing away from my mind right now. Little did I know I was like a couple of weeks pregnant. <laughs> so you actually had that specific thought when you were 27. Yes, and on my birthday. But you had thrown yourself into your career. It's not like you were just getting started. I mean, you had been on the top of your game for a while. You've been in New York since you were 21. Yeah. So you were having this crazy life. And I would imagine that your peers back home, you know, would have their lives would have looked really different to you. So did you ever kind of compare yourself to other women your age and think, well, I'm just on a different path or I'll just have to kind of wait longer to be a mom or career is all I care about right now? Like how did you or, or did you have a normal 21-year-old life and go out and party? Because it seems to me like you just worked your ass off. Yeah, I definitely worked my butt off, that's for sure. Um, I was working six to seven days a week and two to three countries a week. Wow. And I maintained my friendships from like primary school, my best friends from primary school. There's five of us and we're still to this day like communicating daily via Snapchat on yes. a group chat where we all catch up and, I, I mean, you know, send little snaps to each other mm. about what's happening with our kids. We all have kids now. It's just really great to be able to stay in contact with them. And they always say like, oh, my God, you haven't changed a bit. But obviously my experience has like, and actually they all came to visit and um, visit us in Los Angeles before the lockdown. Nice. And uh, stayed with us and I made like a cool little T-shirt saying like Gunnedah girls hey. come to LA. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. So like. Obviously, I missed out on a lot of things. Like I missed out on pretty much everyone's 21st birthday and I missed out on my best friend's weddings and I missed out like on some of those moments because I was on the other side of the world trying to embrace an opportunity that had been given to me and I knew it was a short-lived job yeah. or well, I assumed it was a short-lived mm. job <laughs> even though I'm now 38, still kind of a little bit modelling here and there. But mostly for my own company. But um, it's interesting that I just felt like I had to make hay while the sun was shining and and embrace those opportunities and, of course, experience the different cultures from all around the world. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, so I did have a very different experience as a 21-year-old than my best friends did um, back in Australia. But it doesn't change the core of who you are yeah. and your spirit. And, and I had the Gunnedah gals to just yeah, keep it real girls. for you. Yeah, keep it real for sure. <laughs> and in the background, there was always a focus on education for you, which is very impressive given that you were doing so much. So your first degree in nutrition and health psychology. In 2010, you became a certified health coach. So 
before we talk about you kind of finding out you were pregnant, I want to talk about this kind of thirst for education that you always had. Now, was that always something you were intent on? Because most people look at you and go, well, you've got this amazing career. You don't need a backup. You don't need to be doing anything else. So where did that come from, that thirst for knowledge and education? Well, I was just so passionate about health and wellness from a very young age. And both my grandmother and my mother are also interested in health and wellness. And even more so when my mother got sick, I think I was probably around 16 and she had cancer in her spleen. And so we looked at everything as a family, everything in our home that we were using from the foods and the packaged goods to the household cleaning products to the shampoos and conditioners to all the personal care products. We looked at everything we were using and we were so shocked to find potentially carcinogenic and toxic ingredients were like surrounding us. And so I was very interested in finding and learning more about that. That kind of started more of the exploration and the interest and then I've just always been interested in how the body works and how food fuels your body and how it really affects the way that you feel. And so I've just wanted to continue learning. And even just recently, I took an online um, course that Stanford was offering through Coursera about food and health. And I just really feel deeply that health is wealth. And Mm. when we can have a balance, it's, and it's all about, making sure that the mind, the body and the spirit is nurtured. Um, And it's not about depriving yourself and it's not about being a hundred percent organic and a hundred percent healthy. It's, it's about having that balance. Like, and I try to be 80% healthy and 20% indulgence. And I just, I just love the way that the mind affects the body. I love the way that what we eat affects the body. And I love learning more and more um, about that. And I think I'll continue that until the day I die. So you're 27 years old, yeah, it's your birthday and you're thinking, oh, that's hilarious that I thought at 27 I'd be having my first baby. Turns out you were. So take me through the moment where you discovered you were pregnant and it's something you've always wanted, of course, I'm sure you were overjoyed, but, you know, there's always a sense of fear. And for me, you know, I was 35, 34 when I found out I was pregnant with my first baby and so happy and grateful, but... There's, there are still the fears that come along with it, especially when you're busy and you're working and you're you know, chasing the dream. So what were some of the initial fears maybe that kind of popped up in that time? Well, it was interesting because I remember I was in Paris at the time with Orlando and I did the test and I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. We're pregnant. Ah. And he was like, we were so excited and so happy and um we were just like, wow, this is like such a life-changing moment. And mm. I remember speaking to my parents and my dad saying, this is huge. It's mm. incredible. It's amazing. But this is like a whole nother level of life-changing, you know, experience. Yeah. And and he's like, are you guys ready for this? And we were like, yeah, we're ready. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we were just taking it day by day and being present, I think is the most important thing and being in the moment. And I just really, especially with my first pregnancy with Flynn, I was so determined to maintain that presence and be connected 
with him and actually had more time because I, I was pregnant. I had time to do the yoga. Like with the, my last two pregnancies, I didn't have as much time to do the yoga every day. But with Flynn, I was doing Kundalini yoga every day. Um, there's a really cool DVD. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. From Gurmukh. And it's like kundalini yoga and uh, it's like a really nurturing little, you know, yoga session Mm. and it strengthens your body, but it also strengthens your mind. And then at the end you sing little um, like nurturing songs to your belly and dance with your belly. And still to this day, Flynn really resonates with that music because like every day I'd be like singing to him and whatever. And yeah, and I think like for me, I just didn't know like how it would all pan out with work or if my body would come back, but I just was really accepting of that moment. And I just, you have to totally surrender it all and just be like, this is where I'm at and I'm going to enjoy every moment. And this is such a blessing and yeah. That's beautiful. But I imagine, you know, you've got contracts, you've got so many different people and facets of your career that are kind of connected to you and wanting things from you and expectations. Did you have to have any tough conversations um, with clients, with companies when this happened? Or did you find that you were able to kind of really control that and keep that beautiful energy and do it on your own terms? Well, of course, I had to let everyone know about my situation because mm. I couldn't hide it. Um, <laughs> I didn't just have three burgers a day every day yeah. for the past three months, guys. I mean, I did try for the first three months to hide it, but I remember being on a shoot and um, someone was like, uh, are you pregnant? I was like, what, me? No, <laughs> really? What I just kind about? of like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh. Not very nice thing to say. And then I just kind of walked away and I was yeah. like, oh, I think it's time to tell people. Yeah. But you did yeah. the cover of Vogue, Pregnant, which I imagine would have felt, I mean, if it was me, it would have felt incredible. How did that feel for you? Yeah, that was really special, like having that experience documented like that. I even yeah. did... um the runway pregnant it was Balenciaga so I walked for Balenciaga before I was pregnant while I was pregnant and then just after I had him um and so that was it was interesting in heels in heels and uh yeah it's and then just having those like photos when I look back now it was so special to have that that moment and have yeah. Flynn be a part of that. It was um, so beautiful. Yeah, and now he's 10. That's crazy. It just goes so fast. That is crazy. And I have, he has two little brothers. He has um, a three-year-old brother and an almost two-year-old brother. I mean, that's some quick succession, having a two and a three-year-old. Oh, yeah, let me tell you. They're 16 <laughs> months apart and Damn. it's basically like having twins. 
<laughs> Were you prepared? I mean, you had, you know, you had Flynn, obviously. So I guess Flynn yeah. would have been eight when number two came along, if my mathematics yeah. is correct, or seven. Seven. seven yeah. Was it like doing it all over again? Like, did you have the, the memories and the lessons? Was the approach different? Because you're at a different time of your life completely. So I imagine that it, it would have felt quite different, but also very, very familiar. Yeah, it was good because I kind of knew what to expect. Like when the nausea came, yeah. I had my wristbands, the C-bands. Um, I had like different little tricks, like that peppermint aromatherapy mm. was very helpful. Um, and, you know, I had the body oil. I don't know if you have it, but the Noni Glow body oil, I put on religiously like on my you know breasts and butt and growing belly um to help with that because it really really helps like with the elasticity of the skin and helps with stretch marks and all of that so you know I was when it happened again it was like it just felt very natural and exciting and I remember Flynn the day after Evan and I got married. He come running into the bedroom. He was like, "Is there a baby in there yet?" And Aww. I was like, "Oh, Flynn, I, oh I said, yeah, I had said like for the longest. He's like, "I want another, you know, brother or sister." And I was like, "One day, honey, one day." And then um, he was saying to Evan and I, "I want a brother or sister." And we were like, "Well, we have to get married first, and then after we get married, we'll see, you know." Mm. So that's why, like, the day you after thought. the wedding, come on, guys, you've had twelve like, hours. Is there a baby in there? And I was like, oh, I'm not sure yet, honey. I'm not sure. <laughs> How were those first couple of weeks with Flynn? Because, you know, you've got the business, you've got a new baby. Did you just want to shut everything else out and want to be just in your little cocoon with your family or? Yeah, with Flynn, I basically, I had my mother there, thank goodness. Well, actually, every birth I've had my mother with me, which is really Beautiful. something that, I, like, it's really... For me, it was so important to have her there and my dad there to support me because they are just very lovely, nurturing, loving people. And so they'd be like cooking meals for me downstairs and my mum would be like helping me with, you know, Flynn and like helping me with my issues and just having that was really special and something that I really... I don't know if I could have done it without my mom. And now I'm getting all teary. I'm like, oh, <laughs> me too. So, like, making sure that you have someone there to help nurture you is really important because when you first give birth and you're a mother, you don't know exactly. Like, no one ever gives you a handbook of like what yeah. is going to happen exactly, like with your own body changes and also with the baby. And you're obviously so excited and elated to have this new little baby. But I remember like Flynn would be sound asleep and I'd be like, oh, I better change his diaper. It's been a couple of hours. And this is like in the middle of the night. And and now with the third baby, I let him sleep all the way through the night with his diaper. You know, like he doesn't need to be changed every couple hours in the middle of the night, like yeah. while he's asleep, you know. So in 2017, you expanded Core internationally, which I imagine was huge and a lot of work and a lot of planning. But you had, you know, heart and miles just kind of around the corner. So did work really kind of step up for you around the same time as the next two came? Like how did that yes. work kind of logistically? Because it sounds pretty insane. It was really insane. But the great thing was I had gotten used to working from home because with 
heart, I actually, for the last like couple of months, I had to be on bed rest. So I had to get used to working from home with my laptop. I just would do conference calls and schedule Zoom meetings and whatnot from bed and stay on top of it that way and have different samples sent to the house. I actually recorded a a podcast from bed and a few interesting things from bed but (laughs) we had actually put a table so we could all have like family dinner together still in the bedroom um because I was on bed rest and like I just didn't want to miss out on that because we have a you know a two-story house and I couldn't go up and down the stairs so we put a little port of like a little fold-out table in there in our bedroom and and made sure that we had our little moments still but it was definitely um something that you know when you are expanding internationally like that it's you know it's a lot to manage and it was um quite quick growth um but I'm just so proud that I was able to you know make that happen and it was actually Evan that inspired me he was like what are you doing working for all these other people when you've got an incredible product here with Cora and so he's like you really need to focus on your own company and you know and I said but it's scary you know like this is my company I own 95% of it I'll need to invest more time more money more energy to really get it out there you bloody did it Miranda well I'm doing it you're doing it every day you're doing it and I love that you yes I love that you said that you're proud of yourself because I think so many women don't really give ourselves the credit and we don't even give ourselves the opportunity to look to kind of stand back from our life and go well I've really actually done this and I'm really proud and it was scary but I did it so I think that's important I'm proud that I like followed my passion and I'm proud of what I created with Cora. It's like different than saying like I'm proud of myself as mm. such, but I'm proud of what Cora is and what it stands for and that we're able to give people a healthy alternative that's like genuinely like good for them and really like transformational for their skin mm. and help people every day hopefully feel better about themselves in their own skin. You did mention earlier that your dream is for one of the boys to kind of take over. Yeah. And I know that the younger two are quite little, but do you have a sense of who the entrepreneur is yet, who the one is that oh. you think will take it on? Well, Flynn is very diplomatic. So he's like a diplomat nice. and he's very creative. So when it comes to when I'm designing like the packaging and whatnot, I get Flynn's input on that. Um, Hart is very determined and knows exactly what he wants at any moment and is quite focused. Mm. So he could definitely be, you know, a good, um, he'd probably be good like leader or something. Um, And the baby, Miles, is kind of a combination of the two. Um, He's very sweet and very charming and yeah it's it's so interesting that you can have three children um and they can all be so different with their individual little personalities and I and that's what I love about being a mother is just seeing the world through their eyes and seeing that curiosity and that that kind of purity Mm. that comes with with being a child and and um, watching them grow and form their own little 
individual selves like maybe they won't want anything to do with Cora (laughs) they've all grown up like I'm I always like have them in the bath using the body wash and the Mm. body lotion I've done baby massage with all of them with the with the body oil and the body lotion and whenever they get a little dry face I'll get the noni face oil or the little um, noni glow face balm and put it on their cheeks I mean it's kind of a part of their lives too and the amount of meetings that the babies have sat in on. Yeah, um, you never know what they're absorbing. Yeah, like he'll sit there when we're going through like all the financials and like we're like, okay, Mr. Spiegel, what do you think? (laughs) You know, he's breastfeeding or like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of funny. But um, they've all grown up having both of their parents working with their own companies and I think that gives them a good understanding of the importance of work and also the importance of following your own passion. And they see us doing that day to day. And I think hopefully they can be inspired to yeah. create whatever it is they want to create in their lives and, and follow their own passion. So that's my big takeaway from our chat is the importance of your kids seeing you follow your passion, especially as a woman. I think a lot of us, we maybe put our passions to the side you know, for other things, but you've managed to turn something that you were passionate about for a long time into a business and and work really hard and your kids have been able to have a mum that they can watch do that and I think that is beautiful and that's something that I will hope to instill into my little guy in a few short weeks. So thank you so much, mate, for um, taking the time and being so generous. I really appreciate it. No, it was lovely speaking to you and I'm so excited for you and congratulations. I can't wait to one day see you and your little guy. Um, can't wait. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear how it all goes for you because the birthing experience is a whole nother conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, I've read all the books and I've done all the prep, but I'm so aware of the fact that it's I never mean, it's up going to yeah. be yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah, and just enjoy it. Enjoy every moment. Thank you, darling. Yeah. Thank you so much. Miranda Kerr, an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. Give my love to all the boys and I'll I keep will. killing it. You know, I'm, I'm Cora's biggest fan. I'll always Aww. be using the products and I'll be putting that very bright eye cream on um, <laughs> when I definitely need some brightness in the coming months and I'll be thinking of you. So bless you, mate. Thank you. All right. Lots of love. See ya. Miranda Kerr, what a honey. I should note that my husband has never before shown so much interest in bringing me snacks and water while I'm doing an interview. I wonder why. The big takeaway for me, I think, from that chat is how important it is to her that her boys see their mum following her passion. And that's something I think I want to be able to demonstrate when my little guy comes along. I love the way she's built her life and business around keeping her family close and making sure that the boys are part of things. Passion doesn't always even have to be in your career, but I think there's something really magical about a woman putting her efforts and care into something that makes her feel alive and gives her a sense of purpose, something that's her own. My mum used to make jewellery and whip up fantastic outfits, and some of my favourite memories as a kid are just sitting at the kitchen table while she cuts out patterns, amazed at what she would create. I thought she was so clever. I also never knew that so much of her own mum and that experience with her mum's illness is woven into the Cora Organics product. You can tell it's more than just a business and really does come from a place of experience, love and passion. Well, that's it for episode one of the Ash London podcast, New Mum, Who Dis? 
In our next episode, I'll chat with Leanne Moriarty, celebrated author of Big Little Lies, Nine Perfect Strangers, and her new book, which I devoured in one day, Apples Never Fall. If you liked today's episode and want to support the project, I would love it if you could subscribe and leave a review. But more importantly, I want to hear from you, hear your thoughts, any questions or suggestions or thought starters you might have about the topic at hand. You can shoot me an email, hello at ash.london. Big love and I'll catch you next time. Today's episode was sponsored by my mates at Modibody. Audio production on the Ash London podcast is by Dom Evans with research by Maddie Hewson.